2: Hey, welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. The Triforce is back in the house. Doug, Tyler, James, <laughs> that's right, like Zelda for all you nerds out there. And I know you're all nerds listening to this podcast, of course. Yeah, We'll talk about Dynasty nerds later on. But So it's been a little while since the three of us have been together. Uh, so, uh, Tyler, you're uh, freshly shorn.
1: <laughs> oh, so and at it's work, freaking me out, man. At work, we have to get fitted for N95s. And it okay. was my wife's birthday Thursday. So I sat there and I thought, do I want to ruin her birthday or should yes. I wait? So I waited <laughs> till Friday. Uh, I shaved. It actually is better now than it was clean shaven. Like, <sighs> I did not like th- the person in the mirror after i shaved i was like this is like i told my wife i had to explain to her like hey it grows back don't leave me she already called a divorce lawyer i'm like no 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 no. it will grow back i promise so yeah it's it's kind of uh like a a little unnerving it's weird because this is what i had before i met my wife but i was also 50 pounds lighter so that makes a big difference did you just say 50 pounds whiter
2: lighter oh uh, 50 shades whiter I 50, believe, shades is 50, 50
1: shades of of ginger 50 yeah. shades <laughs> of tyler
2: yeah james you were on vacation in aruba enjoying paradise i'm uh completely
0: oh yeah be jealous uh it was beautiful it was hot it was breezy and i brought back a friend herpes <laughs> <laughs> you don't get that in aruba
1: I yeah, mean, But you, you already, do get COVID, you already and that's had not it. fun. You already had it. I mean, Expo 2021.
2: <clears throat> I gave it to every one of you guys. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Not that's a true. kisser, not a hugger. Well, I'm, I'm jealous. I was in Atlanta last weekend. I had an awful experience getting there. My direct flight of two and a half hours ended up being uh, a nine-hour debacle, so that was a lot of fun. But once I got there, I had a good time, and the flight back was uh, uneventful, which was good. So, yeah, we've, we've all got stuff going on. I've got my Cape Cod vacation coming up on Sunday, so I'll be out of pocket for another week. Yay. I'm, like, on vacation all the time, it seems like. Yeah, it's um, like,
0: where is Doug going next week?
2: After this, yeah. not not anywhere. I got a cruise in October. That's, that's about the only thing I got planned. So, so we are world travelers with the exception of Tyler, who never goes anywhere.
1: Nope. Nope, I'm stuck here.
2: The he first time he was ever on a plane was last like year at the expo. Uh, you know, I did have some serious FOMO uh, from yeah, seeing all too. the tweets from the expo, especially since they did a flag football tournament and they had a quarterback challenge. This is right in my. I used to be a flag football quarterback for years. A slightly state champs, one. <laughs> not quite that good. But uh, so I was having FOMO and then seeing all the pictures. And so 2023, uh, I'm in. James, you in in 2023? I'm in. If I'm early? not in Aruba. Tyler, are you committing?
1: I'm. I'm already in. In the talks. It all. Right. all it all depends. You're in on the, the early August, negotiation stages. The August 11th day.
2: Okay. So that. All right. I'm in. I think I'm gonna go regardless this year because I. You know what? I did miss it. I this weekend. It kind of put me in a crabby mood a little bit. Me too. Yeah, honestly, like,
1: me too. My wife was like, "Why are you so upset?"
2: And I'm just like, uh, "Yeah." I, t- I told my wife I was like, "You know." I, I wanted to go to the Expo, and then I was like, eh, Tyler and James aren't going, and then I see all the pictures, and I'm like, Yeah. (laughs) So, next year, next year, next year. Hey, before we get into our topic of the week, which is going to be our 2022 rookie redraft, Where Are They Now?, which is always a fun episode, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Fantasy Points, and uh, as we do that, if you're watching this on YouTube, like and subscribe, by the way, drop a like if you like the content. Uh, We also see us live on the Facebook as well. I just called it the Facebook boomer. Uh, So check out Fantasy Points. It is redraft season, boys. I've got a redraft league coming up the first week of September, which is my annual big redraft league, my big money league, which I'm excited for. Uh, you know, we just have the Scott Fishbowl, which is a redraft format. So there's all sorts of awesome things you can find on Fantasy Points if you're ramping up for redraft. You can use code DHH22 and get 10% off a Fantasy Points subscription. Not only is it good for when you're drafting, but it's also good throughout the year. If you want to have waiver wires, different articles, podcasts, 90% of subscribers made the playoffs the last two years. It's the lowest price, price in the industry. They have an analytic-powered draft tool, which is amazing. DFS optimizer, so maybe you're not so much into redraft. Or you only play a couple leagues, but you play a lot of DFS, it'll optimize your earning potential. So, and we'll talk a little bit of DFS a little bit later as well. So make sure you check out fantasypoints.com, use code DHH22, and get 10% off. All right, let's get into some news because we've got a lot of news. As you know, boys, preseason has officially kicked off. Every team has now played a preseason game, I believe, and the Raiders have played two, so good for them. Um... Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack, and I want to talk about some of the bigger things, and then we'll kind of do a round robin, um, some of our takeaways from the weekend, and we'll try not to spoil any rookie intel as we get into this redraft format. But Jets quarterback Zach Wilson suffered a bone bruise and also a partially torn something or other, something that ends with an L. Um, meniscus, I believe. Meniscus. Yeah, this is a. That's, it's a meniscus. Is it a
1: a, a liniscus? It's, menis- it's a meniscus. It's a meniscus. It's a meniscus.
2: Yeah, so he's having surgery, it looks like. So they don't know the extent of the injury until they open him up. So we'll see what happens. Expected to miss two to four weeks, but I think that's on the optimistic side Yeah. Um, of the time he's supposed to miss. I assume Joe Flacco would be the starter there if Zach Wilson isn't ready for the season. And I don't think he's going to be, to be completely honest. So for me, you know, I'm, I've never been a big Zach Wilson guy. I know he's flashed a little bit in camp. I like what Joe Flacco and Mike White did the last year for fantasy purposes for Elijah Moore. Um, you know, they obviously add, um, Garrett Wilson there and they add Brees Hall in the backfield. We'll talk about those guys when we get to the redraft portion. Um, so I don't know, this doesn't, it moves the needle a little bit for me in the positive direction when we talk about early season success, um, with Flacco or even Mike White at quarterback. And that's kind of how I look at this. I'm just not, you know, Zach Wilson, they, they did sign Dwayne Brown cause Makai Becton was out for the year. So they have a solid left tackle. So they're not going to miss too much of a beat there, but. I don't know. Zach Wilson wasn't really getting me going uh, or anything like that. Tyler, you are a late adopter to Zach Wilson. And then you've kind of, you've waffled a little bit, correct?
1: Yeah. I, I was thinking because the price is so cheap and nobody really wanted a piece of him. Cause I think everybody was kind of hesitant on Wilson. And then I was like, Oh, the price is good. And it was more like, uh, I did. I hated his tape. Uh, so I, I kind of, went and checked prices beginning of last year but you know what i had i i sold i got baker mayfield straight up for him and and udpl but yeah i I just don't see it with zach wilson even during the preseason game he looked like he was just not in in place like he didn't look like he belonged he didn't have control and and even on that run he was like it almost was like scared like a bunch of Older ladies were chasing after him, and he was running I mean, you away. You should from. be used to that, though. Yeah, that's true. So, like, when the knee buckled, I thought it was more serious. I thought ACL, and then a lot of doctors on Twitter were saying, you know, it looked bad, but it, it maybe like the ACL was in play, but maybe. And you know, he he escaped a major injury, but I'm with you. I think it's like a six week type thing. And I love, I love the, I love seeing Joe Flacco. I know I text you guys right away saying, I'm, I'm loving this for Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson. I mean, Corey Davis too. Sure. Yeah. uh, Honestly, I think Zach Wilson hurts multiple receivers. It's Elijah Moore's fine, but when Flacco's in, I think they all can have a piece.
2: Yeah. James, what do you think about this
0: Zach Wilson injury? I mean, it's only a matter of time before he just, you know, cuts out and runs. I, I don't even want to be a part of the Zach Wilson fan club. I never Experiment. was. I never will be. Um, Even if the price is dirt cheap. I, I mean, you know, just for comparison, you know, I really was out on Kellen Mond too. And we saw that Twitter video today. Wow.
1: Everybody's got a prize, huh? Everybody's, Everybody's got a prize.
0: Got a prize. I make nice. you an offer you can't refuse, and that offer would be a 2023 fifth for Zach Wilson. do five, five.
1: Three, four,
2: five. <laughs> three, four, five. Uh, in Patriots news, we did have a retirement. Not a surprise. After his hip injury, slow My coming back. Nemesis. Uh, <laughs> James White should have been Super Bowl MVP, James White, mind you. Uh, finishes up a nice eight year career as a, as a third down receiving back and Tom Brady's binky, but James white, never a fumble in his career, which is pretty amazing. Wow. Wow. And, uh, one of the best pass catching backs we've seen in the last eight years, as far as, you know, I think he's had like 25 total touchdowns, like a ton of catches, um, always fantasy relevant. And as a flex, he's going to retire. You know, we saw the Patriots preseason game who replaces him. Great who question. Who knows, or who, who even knows? cares? It's
1: Andre, S- off. dude. This offense looks
2: bad. And all the preseason reports about the Patriots' offense is the worst they've seen it. They're trying to zone yeah. blocking scheme, and it is not going over well. Cole Strange hasn't been looking great. Like, there's just a lot. The Patriots' offense, although Taekwon Thornton, we might talk about him. Probably he not. needs a he needs deep. a
1: sandwich. So, chef, I know yeah. you haven't you you know you haven't been a professional chef in a while. Well, you should be. You should get a hold of Thornton. Be like, "Hey, I'm gonna get you on this program. We're gonna gang like 50 pounds, and you'll get up to 170. You'll be six foot three, 170. Once I get this weight, and let he weigh
0: 130 pounds. He dude.
1: is so rail thin. Like I have a friend that reminds me of him. Just no, all bone.
2: Oh man. So yeah, James White retiring, three times Super Bowl champion. By the way, James. I get it twice <laughs> all right some news out of cleveland the cleveland plane dealer reports that the browns could consider jimmy garoppolo if watson's suspension goes over six weeks and the rumor is it's going to be no less than 12 and i saw a tweet early this morning that um it was almost a lock that it's going to be the whole season so who knows what to believe i was but... i heard eight <laughs> Yeah. who knows i
0: heard 12
2: I think it's gonna be definitely more than six. I would not be shocked if it's a whole season. Goodell's comments alone, I know he's not the executioner on this one, but Goodell's comments were strongly like, yeah, it's gonna be way more than six.
0: But he um, hired the executioner, right? So therefore I'm that, sure they're in I'm or, sure they're in uh and, they're and, in
2: talks.
1: And he's also been the executioner for somebody who's kicked a woman and like
2: there's inflated a ball improperly. He is, hey, he is, he is he, Let's make a deal, you know?
1: He's definitely not the best executioner.
2: No, so uh, so we should hopefully hear some news soon. I know uh, he was met with a showering of booze as he made the took the field in preseason. His first football since January of 2021, Ugh. and he looked like a booty cheeks. He did not look comfortable. He did. He looked bad. The Browns lost their starting center. It looks like for the season. Yep. So maybe they get J.C. Treader on line one. It looks like centers are dropping like flies this year. I might yeah. try out. Um. So yeah. So we'll see about if Jimmy Garoppolo goes to Cleveland. Cool. Like I. It doesn't really do anything for me. It's about the same as Jacoby Brissett, in my opinion. Um, I mean, Garoppolo is probably a little bit more accurate, but he's he's a fragile Freddy. So Jacoby, I don't care. Either way, Cleveland, don't care. Let's go to our quick preseason one takeaways. And I'm going to start with James. I'm going to give him the floor. Give me some of your quick observations. Give me like three or four things that you noticed during the preseason games that kind of made you either made you perk up or made you puke in your mouth a little bit.
1: Remember, save a little bit of the rookies. So- uh, I know, I know. <laughs> um, well, Kellen Mons
0: stinks. It's Mannion's
1: job to be the backup. Didn't uh, Mond have a good game, though? <laughs> he did. He had a good statistical game. <laughs> uh, was he bad? I didn't watch it. It's, it's honestly, it's I, the new eff- offense helps him. He will never be, I don't think, a starter in this league. He will Fair. be he'll be a, a good backup. A Chase Daniel hook, 2.0. Yeah. You know who shocked
0: me? And, and I'm going to get a lot of crap from it from Tyler. And it was uh it was Zach Moss. He actually ran well. And I just saw a Twitter video saying that he was dealing with the ankle. Look at Tyler's face. And I know Tyler is the biggest James Cook fan on this podcast. Uh, well, 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 well earned, obviously uh you have all your stock of James Cook but i think Zach Moss may stick around a little bit as a thorn in your side uh my man looked alright i think he would have like three or four carries i think he's going to grow moss on the sideline
1: in the i to say in the preseason i don't care <laughs> right
0: and that's and that's my biggest takeaway is the the overreactions of people seeing like ebner from the bears just
1: Crushing. See that's different if it's a rookie who we get to see for the first time that's showing something fine but if it's zach moss who we've seen for two years straight i don't care i know yeah. who he is you know I who he is that. huh
2: yeah he's gonna grow moss on your roster
1: yeah fair enough i mean if you could trade him right now you should yeah do I, it. I i like, should use the snooze <laughs> yes. right
2: now and just get rid of the yeah. rest of my shares yeah, yeah. buy. anything else james from your uh from the weekend
0: um, Josh Kelly looked okay. Hmm. And, and that was something, and I don't want to spoil the, the broth on, on the, uh, it has been a little bit of a drumbeat for Josh Kelly. Yeah. I, I think he, he showed enough that he isn't supplanted yet. Whether or not uh spiller can can earn that respect in camp is, uh, is left to be seen.
2: Tyler, what do you got from this weekend?
1: Uh, I'll just bunch them together and I won't spoil. Them. I think rookie quarterbacks. They look good.
2: Yeah, not bad. <laughs> not I all mean, of them.
1: I I think most of them look <laughs> yeah, good. <that's> better. <laughs> um and for me, uh second year quarterbacks, except for Zach Wilson, I think are gonna be just fine. Trey Lance looked electric. And oh my god, that, that deep bomb, how everybody's nervous about like I I've noticed there's a wobble a little bit to his throws, but the fact that there's a wobble to his throws and they're going that quick is insane to me. I That was my first thought. Like, I throw wobbles sometimes, but they slow down. Like, these don't slow down. And then that perfect pass to, um, was it Danny Gray? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who is, I mean, we're not going to get into it, but whew, that got me hot and bothered. Um, That looked perfect. Trey Lance is going to be fine. He's going to grow with the season too. So what we see now, he's only going to get better and more comfortable in this offense. Fields, was under pressure like like crazy. This offensive line could be the worst. So bad. But he looked good. He was able to get outside the pocket, move around, use his athletic ability, and I think it's a perfect buying opportunity for him because I liked what I saw. I'm like, wow, he, you know, he made some really nice throws and he was getting pressured like crazy. Like if this team gets an offensive line He's going to feel so comfortable next year behind a good offensive line that it's just going to be like, oh, all right. I mean, last year I had three people on me in five, like three seconds. Now I have nobody. He's going to grow. He'll get better. The bear. I like
0: that. To- I'll jump in on that because I saw yeah. a clip of him just reading the blitz, having it get picked up, and it was a perfect quick out on the sideline. I don't know who caught it. Um, but it, yeah, he's definitely matured in the second year and yep. it, it showed early on.
1: And and Trevor Lawrence looked looked really sharp as well. Like his accuracy issues, I think were just the terror in that locker room called Urban Meyer. So, I think I think Trevor Lawrence is in for a big season.
2: Yeah, I, I got a couple, and it was you know I watched most of the Patriots game because it was on here locally. Although the feed on the CW was not great, but I Agreed. powered I powered through it. Um, so Tyquan Thornton, we probably won't talk about him in the draft. I would imagine that we're going to have tonight, but um, maybe it, maybe. But yeah, he he does need to eat a sandwich. He is, he is rather slender, but he's very fast. He adjusted the ball really well in the air and the the play that he caught the touchdown on when Brian Hoyer, the kind of the pocket collapsed, Hoyer rolled to the right. Taekwon Thornton did a a veteran move and just moved along the, the back of the end zone to get open, which we see every Sunday or receiver do. And for a rookie, I thought that was really well done. He looked natural. Uh, and his and his route running is uh, something that they've been talking about in camp. And he's been flashing in camp. There's been a steady drumbeat for Tyquan Thornton. What you got, Tyler?
1: Uh, what I liked from him and what I saw from that touchdown is what you don't see from rookies. Hands is catches. Late hands. So a lot of rookies will have show their hands early. Defenders will be able to know where the ball is coming and knock it out. What I saw from Drake London and Thornton was late hands. They were mm-hmm. late to the ball so the defender can't, you know, when he's not looking back at the ball, they have no idea where it's coming. And that that ability will come in useful for bigger guys because he's tall. Thornton is. Same with yeah, Drake. Yeah, Yeah. Yep. So what that comes into play is jump balls and the ability to when on deep balls so defenders can't break it up. And I like seeing that. That was kind of a veteran move. And I was like, oh, okay. You yep. know. And, uh, and like one of the
2: that. and one of the things they've been talking about the the most impressive things about Thornton not only his route running but also you, hands catches he doesn't use his body yeah. at all he plucks the ball with his hands his hands have been really strong um, so maybe maybe just maybe he breaks two molds <laughs> it's a early Patriots receiver yeah. and a Baylor, Baylor. receiver <laughs> yeah, Bill so.
1: Bill hit a receiver that he's we got the all... odds against him uh, yeah, he like... does
2: he does but hey you know what at that fourth round rookie draft pick I. Took so much taekwondo. Fair throw. enough. Draft, it wasn't draft even, capital it wasn't even. I mean, funny. it was
1: same as Danny Gray. Draft yeah. capital.
2: And then the and then the other rookie I want to talk about, who we again we probably won't talk about that. I was really impressed with was Sam Howell from the Commanders. Yes, I thought Howell looked really. He looked comfortable. Yes. He made some yes. big. He made some big boy throws. He's mobile, which I think a lot of people just forgot about. He had mm-hmm. a couple of nice runs in that game. Sam Howell looked good. Wouldn't surprise me whatsoever if by the end of the season Carson Wentz stinks like normal. Tyler Henneke's a guy, and they're like, you know what? Give the keys to Sam Howell because he made some like contested. He made some nice throws in traffic. He was able to go through his reads and hit his receivers in stride. I was really impressed with Sam Howell, so he stood out to me. I actually watched um his NFL.com posted a video of all the plays from Sam Howell, and I watched through it, and I was like, this kid looks good, and I like Sam Howell coming out of unc you know without some of the weapons he had last year his numbers weren't as good but uh yeah so sam howell flashed to me so i liked what i saw and that was another guy i got late in a lot of super flex Mm -hmm. drafts oh yeah you know fourth fifth round well like in super flex i got him like mid third early fourths and some um So I was like, you know what? Like the situation, Carson Wentz isn't locked in long-term and I liked Howell. So at that point in a super flex draft, that's the kind of guy that you want to add to your roster every year. Like Kellen Mond last year, even though he might not become a thing, it didn't cost you an arm and a leg. And if he hits, congrats, boom. You just gained a ton of value.
1: Quick question. Who plays who in a movie? Baker Mayfield plays Sam Howell in a movie, or Sam Howell plays Baker Mayfield in the movie. Because I'm gonna say the... Baker
2: Mayfield plays, Baker Sam, plays Howell Sam Howell because Sam Howell is gonna have a better career. Oh, and Baker hey. has all the <laughs> yeah. the
0: film experience with the commercials, That's true with the commercials and everything. Commercials. So yeah, know,
2: and Baker is a pretty he's he's a pretty. A, a, so yeah, so uh, you know with injuries, we did have a couple of close shaves this week with Zach Wilson. We also didn't talk about Drake London, but it looks like he's gonna miss just practice yeah. for his knee injury. So close shaves. Oh, what's that? What's that about close shaves, Doug? Oh. We've got a new sponsor and we're talking close shaves with Manscaped, the best in men's grooming. Proper grooming requires precision engineered tools because when you're grooming down there, you don't want anything that's going to that's going to tug or cut or anything like that because oh, it's a you. sensitive area. Oh, it requires no. precision and hygiene demands it. Manscaped has the right tools for the job. Skin safe technology. I actually cut my son's hair now i have two of the manscapes now i clean them obviously but i cut his hair i buzz it i buzz it yes i buzz my son's hair with the with the manscaper i use it for my around my ears yeah so because it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't rip or anything like that it works really well so you can use it if you if you keep your head buzzed you can use it for that you keep your balls buzzed use it for that like whatever just wash it afterwards skin safe technology the LED lighting is awesome. You can see with it. Yeah. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a wireless charger, which is awesome. The Weed Whackers included, which is a oh, nose I and ear it. trimmer. Oh, you know, yeah. as I get older, I'm in my mid almost mid forties. I get the ear hairs and the nose yep. hairs. So that i was that was a pleasant surprise in the package when i saw i don't that. know
0: anything about the ear hair thing yet because you i will. haven't hit the 40 mark but you, the I'm nose heard wait I i'm 35
1: know, and
2: i have the ear hair
1: about <laughs> well then you're, yeah,
0: it's a red no, red you you almost have no hair too um True. so
2: you know hey so not only not only you're going to get close shaves for your head your your groin area your nose your ears you're also going to get these awesome awesome hygiene products we've got the crop preserver which is the ball deodorant love it love it it's gonna keep you smelling real nice for the ladies your crop cleanser which is a groin wash so again you want to wash and then deodorize but they also have the crop reviver which is a ball spray so if you're on the go and you're like you know what i'm feeling a little funky but i don't have time to throw deodorant or crop cleanser on bam you got a little bit of spray so you're not like you know you're not in Funky Town over there. So make sure you choose Manscaped for all your grooming needs. Use code DHH for twenty percent awesome discount at oh, checkout. Code DHH. Yes, get the package on Manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you for it. All your right, package will
0: thank you for it.
2: Yes, and the package that comes in the it comes in the mail is pretty freaking awesome. All oh, right, yeah. let's get into this draft. So we are doing a rookie redraft super flex format. We haven't even decided who's picking where because that's how unprepared we are. It's amazing. Uh,
1: we'll let James go first. Oh, okay, let
2: yeah. James do that. Tight end premium? Does it even matter? Tight end premium and tight end super, premium, right. super flex. All right, let's go.
1: All right, so I'm on
2: the
0: clock, huh? Hmm. hmm. Oh, you know what? I really <laughs> don't like going first. Damn it. And this is like the second time. It's
1: a pretty easy decision. I was going to say, though. this is like the one. Rookie is draft it, that's though? easy. Yeah. Is yeah, it's Brees Hall.
0: It's is it still Brees Hall? No, yeah. I'm gonna go Ken Walker. Wow.
2: I just posted Brees Hall in the chat. Why you gotta do that? <laughs> because I can't, oh. I'll change it. All right, that's, Ken Walker. It's, it's, not it's no, going why? Ken Walker.
0: And and the reason why is everybody doubted Ken Walker. can't catch passes he never caught any passes what did he do this weekend he caught a pass and and Pete
2: Carroll gave the smoke up your ass statements like he always does I want to say I wanted to be like in your face
1: chewing his (sighs) gum up on Uh, Rashad
2: Penny also currently injured Chris Carson retired I got Ken Walker in an industry uh, redraft league in the eighth round and I was on cloud nine to get him there because he's going to pay off that ADP easily
0: Definitely gonna pay off uh just a little tidbit. Travis Homer looked very good catching out of the back. DJ Dallas as well.
2: Yeah, you're three and four for those guys. Whatever.
0: Yep. But exactly. no, Ken Walker, I think boss. he deserves it. Uh I think you can go either way. Uh, I'm sure, you know, I didn't mention the the one oh one of this season. He's ball. Uh yeah, but if they don't have a quarterback to command that offense, I'm not interested. And it may he his time may run out a lot faster than people.
2: Can I go one
1: oh two? Yes, you are. I was
0: just, just because it's
1: you know just because no, it's no, no. so easy. No, we're gonna let Doug make the hard choice because I have no idea who he'd go at one oh three. So I'm gonna go one oh two and I'm gonna take Brees Hall. Uh I mean Brees Hall looked electric, he looked like uh, an elite running woogie back. Woogie. The only issue is the offense. Like who's gonna if Joe Flacco's running the offense, all right. Wheels up. Michael Carter got a lot of play as well. So yeah, that, my boy. that is okay, but you know what? Naheem Hines got a lot of play, so I'm not worried about that. Brees Hall, I think, is the one-on-one. He's the more talented, I would say, physically in this group. Ken Walker might be the better runner, but I think Brees Hall overall is the best fantasy style of play like that. That's my opinion. Fair enough. Yeah. And yeah. and
0: I'm not going to I'm not going to argue with you. I mean, I think both of them are great players. Yeah. They both can run the ball. They both can probably be a three down back. I think Walker may have a better chance with the other players in that backfield, especially with Penny always often injured Rashad Penny
1: speaking of and you then yeah. reminds me of Nick Nick Chubb and Saquon Barkley their rookie years. We all had him one on one one two. And you know what? It really didn't matter. It didn't matter. Like, Nick Chubb, yeah, he he was easy-peasy, just all all neutral the whole time. You got what you got. He wasn't a stud, but, man, he was a low-end RB1, high-end RB2. Barkley had that amazing year one. Injuries kind of hurt him. That's, that, in my opinion, is Brees Hall and Ken Walker. Ken Walker's a Nick Chubb. Oh, I'll take Ken Walker as Nick Chubb yeah. all day long. Yep, and you're going to be more than happy with that. Yep. This is what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> with C 103.
2: Uh you know, if this was a while ago, I probably would have picked a different player, but I, you know, I like what I've seen, the opportunity is there. I'm not a huge fan of this player. He just got hurt. Is. Uh but I'm going to go with Drake London. Yeah. So, you know, I have some question marks about some of the other guys in this area. I think that he's got the most room to grow, get the target opportunity. You can start him probably in year 1 in your lineup, which I do mm-hmm. like. Um, so yeah, I'll go with London. I like what I've seen. Like he's got more separation than I thought he could. Um, you know, my concern was like, all right, is he going to be able to do this? But it looks like those concerns are not warranted. So I will safely take Drake London at the one Oh three.
1: I was talking with James after the game. We, we <laughs> play a little Fortnite and I said, Drake London on that crossing route that he caught the 24 yard catch. He was ahead of the defender and he is. He's so tall, he's fast. Like his strides are lanky as AF. So he could really, you know, cover some ground with just one stride. That's not what I'm worried about. And like I said, the late hands to the ball, I love seeing that on that catch. And his length is going to be awesome for this quarterback room. Yes.
0: James, 104. Oh, it's still too early to break Tyler's heart, so I won't do it. Um, I'm going to go with Desmond Ritter, my guy from Atlanta. Whoa, uh, at, one, 104. at 104. 104. Yep. He is sold on Ritter. I am. Lock it up. Throw away the key. I'm sold on him. Mariota played
1: I'm, well, too. I'm,
2: yeah, Mariota yeah, played,
0: played well as an experienced Ritter, Ritter, quarterback. They had and like he five did...
2: drops for Ritter, which didn't help his completion yeah. percentages. So. Yep,
0: yep. Wait, yeah. He had five drops, and if he was throwing to Drake London on half of those throws or Kyle Pitts, they wouldn't have been drops. Mm-hmm. He per- he perfectly led the wide receiver on a crossing route, and the cr- and the receiver just it hit his hands like a brick and just bounced right off. Um, I-, I think Ritter has what it takes. He showed great poise. He showed patience, and then he showed the ability to take uh, take what's given to him and run up the field, do what he has to do with the with the ball in his hands it's only a matter of time before Ritter commands this, this football team and Mariota is just a bridge. And, and he was doing the same thing he was doing in Tennessee. Oh, I'll run to the left. I'll run to the pylon. And that's okay. I, and you know, he, he did pretty well, you know, completions, this completions, that, but it's, Old bowl, new bowl, and I—I I think the new yeah, is actually Yeah, Ritter,
2: def- Ritter definitely had some juice, so I yeah. like seeing And
1: that. and seeing Mariota get hit each time, I'm like, oh, there it is, yeah, yeah. breaking. Oh, it's like oh, watching he, Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo get hit. It's like he got he got hit on the sideline. And I was like, oh, he ain't getting up, but he did.
2: I was like, whoa, yeah. Whoa. Tyler, who you got at the one o five?
1: This one is actually very tough for me. Uh There's about three players I would look at, but I'm gonna go with my dude, James Cook, one o five. Um, there's plenty of receivers to choose from, but man, this is the last running back I have interest in, uh, he, his preseason, he was used a lot. They had him spread out, but Josh Allen wasn't in. So the defense wasn't scared of anything when case Keenum's playing a lot of the starters for the bills did not play. And that showed me like, Hey, okay. Uh, cook, he was in line for the third downs. Uh, I know Zach Moss got a lot of play, but that's a good thing. Because if you get more play in the preseason, that's more of a worrisome for me. Uh, James Cook, he's going to be just fine. Everything outside of the preseason game uh, game I heard is outstanding. He's going to be used in a lot of different packages. He's going to be a PPR stud. In, in my opinion, I think he's going to be a, a poor man's Austin Eckler year one. And then his opportunity can only grow from there.
2: Yeah, I mean, the Bills definitely wanted to add a pass catching running back into their program this year when they didn't sign, you know, when McKissick went back to the commanders, they kind of showed their hand, right? They were yeah. like, this is what we're looking for. And then they draft James Cook in the second round and were like, yep. So I think that's going to be the the new wrinkle in their offense because they didn't have that with Singletary and Moss last year or, you know, Brado, whoever else was there. So, this gives them a new wrinkle, more flexibility. They can line him up in the slot. They can line him up in the backfield, maybe two back sets. Like they can do a lot of different versatile things and kind of keep defenses guessing with a player like James Cook on the field. So, I like that pick quite a bit. My 106, you know, I'm going on talent. This is Tyler's number one receiver in the draft going in. Um, You know, obviously the quarterback situation isn't ideal with Zach Wilson there. Um, Maybe he flashes a little bit with Joe Flacco, but I, you know, Garrett Wilson, I think is crazy talented. I think he was more talented than Chris Olave, even though Olave has got a better situation for year one, I'm going to bet on Garrett Wilson and the talent even though the the landing spot wasn't great. We've seen that happen with players in the past, like A.J. Browns, and like, oh, the landing spot stinks, and then A.J. Brown ends up being an absolute baller. I think it's going to be the same thing for Garrett Wilson, obviously a different type of player than A.J. Brown, but I like Garrett Wilson a lot, so to see him slide to like uh, an area like the 106, um, where he's he, where he would go like 102, 103, maybe a few months ago, uh, I think that Garrett Wilson at 106, like Tyler said, is a slam-dism. So,
1: so there's actually... Uh a stat out there that I've heard on multiple podcasts this week, that top 10 receivers coming into the league hit percentage is crazy high. It's almost instant. Well, yeah, (laughs) but like the, (laughs) the hit rate on them is crazy. And like, there is somebody talking about Elijah Moore, but people are also saying like, Hey, don't forget about Garrett Wilson top 10 pick. And those guys usually get the target volume and pan out.
2: Absolutely. So yeah, I think Garrett Wilson is safe, and I love the talent. So 106 slam dunk, James. Who you got at the 107? Hmm. I don't know, man. <laughs> ha, man.
0: Ah. <laughs> uh,
1: you got to go with your guy, right? I mean, this is all you've talked to us about. Uh...
0: Who? Who's my guy? Skymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going Skymore. Uh, I'm still not. I'm. I'm. I'm convinced that he is still the guy to to have long term in that Kansas City offense. Now now we look at it, yes, Juju will be somewhat uh of a contributor there. We we know this, okay. They they brought him in for a reason, one year prove it deal. But Sky Moore is there for at least what, three years? I, I think he
2: four, I think on a. I I think he is yeah. part of
0: the new addition of the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. They are slowly going to be rebuilding this team and Sky Moore is the future and if he's the future with Patrick Mahomes, I want a piece of that. I don't know if Juju's going to be that, but I know Sky Moore is, and he is a perfect slot receiver. He could play outside. He's very versatile. He
2: wears number twenty four, which is weird. I don't care about the numbers, <laughs> man. All I care about is his weird. running back points. numbers. It's
0: weird. But realistically, you look at it, Kelsey is limited. We don't know how long he's going to be around. It's a new regime for this Kansas City offense, and Sky Moore seems to fit the bill. He probably will be put in as a starter eventually this season, maybe not week one, maybe not until week four, but I can see him making his way onto the field more, more than usual. And getting a little bit of what he's worth right now. So uh, I'm okay. Taking him still mid first round. Uh, I, I think he lives up to his ADP come next season. We're going to really see it.
2: Sky's the limit, as they say. <laughs> all right, Tyler, you're up at the one Oh eight. What you got? Don't take my guy.
1: Take your guy. Slam dunk. <laughs> George Pickens.
2: Mother fluffer. <laughs>
1: you know, I have so a feeling that Tyler was setting me up there. So there is. A thing called a drum beat. Matt Harmon has, you know, I have Pickens right it. after more. Oh, it's the drum a loud, beat, you know. it's a loud drum beat. The drum beat is one of those giant ones that are on the Slipknot music videos, and he's just pounding on it. That's the George like Pickens. in
2: Seattle when they hit the drum before they, they yeah, the uh, thing, this
1: you know? this drum beat is some of the loudest drum beats I've ever heard from a player in camp. Everything I've seen, George Pickens is it, and it's it's insane. Like he's doing the same thing he did in college. It's official every, now. After that preseason game, I'll every, tell you that. That, that
2: catch, beautiful NFL veteran toe yes. work, beautiful. Didn't
1: didn't push off. Had his arm out to feel the defender. So there was like a, everybody's like, "Oh, offensive pass interference." It was no. questionable because the presence he didn't push. to get his
2: feet in that corner. Oh like, my god, beautiful. At it reminded six, me of. I know this is lazy because he was a Georgia receiver. Reminded me a little a bit of Aerial Jeremiah Green.
1: Yeah, for <laughs> for me, it's it's T Higgins. All over again, we loved. We loved T. Higgins. We thought T. Higgins was good. He had an injury, so he's kind of forgotten. But there's still he had his fan club still. George Pickens. He had the injury. He was still a top tier receiver, talent wise, one of the best receivers to come out of high school. Had the injury, then off the field issues. But we all said on here the off the field issues were mainly just him with that quote unquote dog in him. Yeah, (laughs) I hate saying that. The bulldog, And, uh, and so you see it on the field, like his blocking, the dude just bullies people and he's, he's so good. He's going to be so good. It doesn't matter who throws in the ball. This guy is going to be great. In my opinion, you just see it. So for me, Pickens, he should be right up there with uh, Garrett Wilson. In my opinion, as one of the top receivers in this class, I know there's a couple others that we're kind of disappointed in and one we haven't seen. So, Pickens, in my opinion, we have seen everything we need to. And I he's mean, truth.
2: It's yeah, I pick. was, I was, uh, taking Pickens at the end of the first round. I actually made a deal and traded Clyde Edwards Hilaire for the 112 and then took Pickens for the 112. Pickens. Oh my and, God. He's, and, uh, oh, that's great. Needless to say, I'm a happy yeah. man. No, go. Boy. Oh boy. No, the person that you traded with is very unhappy right now. Yeah. They're he's like, kicking himself. Yeah, George Kickens, if you will. George Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Kickens! Love it. All right, at the 109, this is a pretty easy one for me. I'm going to take Chris Olave. Uh, I think that, you know, again, we rewind a couple months ago. Olave is going a handful of picks earlier. I think Olave is set up for success in year one with Jameis. You know, there will be some target competition with a healthy Mike Thomas there. And then they, you know, they signed Jarvis Landry. Uh, We don't know about Kamara's uh, status yet if he's going to miss some time. But I think Olave has a chance to really mesh with Jameis's game. I don't know if Jameis is the long-term solution there, but I really like Olave. I know he's a little bit on the smaller side, but he is a good route runner. He does create separation. So I think he's in a good spot for New Orleans for the future. So I like Olave here at 109. Pretty easy pick for me going, uh, going forward. So we are back to James at the 110, unless you guys have anything to say about Chris Olave.
1: Oh, no, no. It's, it, it's a good pick. I mean, if you want safety, he's safe uh from what I've seen, I've I'm worried about Michael Thomas being healthy again and the target share going down for him because that's what Olave needs, in my opinion, is is more targets. He could be a deep threat. Who knows? He's got the speed. I just don't see the elite potential from him.
2: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Speaking of elite, um, my next pick, Jameson Williams. Thought about him. All could right. be elite.
0: Yes, definitely has that possibility surrounding him. Obviously, we won't see him. Uh, I'm pretty sure we won't see him at least for he's the first not
2: Yeah, we... Mid, might, mid, I mean, depending in. on how the team's playing, they might just shelve him for the does year. Does
1: it worry you that he wears number nine?
2: Yes, <laughs> Stafford, so it's fine. No, no, I
1: just, I'm not worried about numbers,
0: man. Only numbers, numbers I'm worried game. about are the fantasy <laughs> points. Well, and the receptions and, you know, all that all that extra all that stuff. Yeah. All those extra numbers. But no, Jameson Williams, I, I think he can be a star. He does have that ceiling. Um, and... We watch Detroit this week. They don't. They need a leader. They need a leader in that receiving core. And as and as good as Amon Ross St. Brown is,
2: you he's mean not Devin? The you mean Devin Funchess isn't the leader in that receiving core? Oh yeah, that's right. You mean DJ Shark? <laughs> yeah. Josh Reynolds, come on, man.
0: No, I I think I think if DJ Shark, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jameson Williams, with Hawkinson and Swift, this offense is going to and Jared burn Goff is still way too cheap. And their defense is not good, uh, so yeah, I, I think uh, I think Jameson Williams by the end by the end of the season, people are going to be like, "Whoa, I can't believe I didn't take him over yeah. Olave." See,
1: see, OBJ's rookie season by week six, we're all slapping ourselves for for <sighs> all that, all that. fading him.
2: Best case scenario, I get it. Tyler, you're up at the one eleven.
1: Oh man, this is another tough one. Yeah, there is somebody falling, Ooh, falling. Head. He's falling. Uh, you know what I'm gonna do here?
2: Probably take I'm the guy I want to take.
1: Going to take a, I'm gonna take a, a chance. Rookie? I'm gonna take a chance, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a leap of faith on what I saw as the most talented quarterback in this class, and that is Malik Willis.
2: All right, let's go.
1: From what yeah. I saw from Malik, was he had control. That offense believed in him. When he had the ball, he believed he could make this team go. And he did. He He was elusive. He made great throws on the sideline. He showed a lot of talent. And, man, like you said, Doug, elusive. He is dangerous with the ball in his hand. And that made a huge difference for this offense. Mm -hmm. And if that comes into play, Tannehill could see the door sooner than we think. Because imagine Derrick Henry. I get he had the injury and he's 28. Running in an option offense where you're scared of this quarterback taking off as well. Like that is what they need. It's like playing Madden when you had Vic and you had an ultimate team of say LT. Like you don't want to cover both. You can't. No. That's what it would be like. So for me, I think Malik Willis might get more play than we think because he showed a lot to me in this preseason game. Do you
0: think they you think they do something similar? where like they did in San Francisco brought Trey Lance
1: in for the goal
0: line. They I don't know
1: like they don't know who
0: it's gonna be. I was gonna say
2: Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah, Jalen
1: Hurts when Wentz was playing. Like right. Everybody was chanting for Wentz to be benched. And Hurts came in and yeah he made a couple boneheaded plays but the offense like was Willis did happen. this weekend. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah but but Jalen Hurts was electric when he was on the field and that offense looked a ton better. And that would not shock me if that's the route they go. Yeah, and, I mean, Ryan Tannehill last season, I think he had, like, what, five rushing touchdowns? Imagine
0: if Malik Willis was running the ball.
2: Yeah, and T- I mean, Tannehill's a talented runner, but he's no Malik Willis with the ball in his hands. So, uh, I actually took Malik Willis at the very end. I think it was a 14-team league. Tyler, I think it's a sleeper league we're and I took Malik Willis in the first because I needed some quarterback help, and I believed in Malik Willis. This was before the actual draft happened, I think, is what we did. And, uh, no, it was after the draft. Um, Still, I- it's,
1: a, it's a fine pick.
2: Yeah, and I took I took Willis late because I still believe in him. I see, you know, you can write yourself a story where Tannehill he's due a ton of money or he's a free agent at the end of the year. They're not going to pay him twenty five million something bucks for an early thirty year old quarterback who's kind of middle of the road. Uh, and then seeing all of them them draft all those offensive weapons this year with the receivers, the tight end, the running back with Hassan Haskins who looks pretty good. Like they're bringing in a lot of young offensive. Skill Joey positions. Chestnut. Yes, my boy Chestnut. You heard it here first on Dynasty Happy Hour. I oh, man, he had that fumble. I was dude. in on Julius it was, Chestnut. I was like, oh, it's all those hot dogs, guy.
1: It's all yeah. those hot dogs, man.
2: It's Doug's guy. You heard that name here first. Sacred Heart or whatever he's from. Uh, so I'm The gonna make hospital my pick.
1: from Scrubs? Sacred <laughs> Heart?
2: Yes, Sacred Heart. Uh, I'm going to make my pick here. There is a player that's falling, and I do roster him in a couple of leagues. And I think my head is telling me to take the player that was drafted before him in the NFL draft. Who uh, has shown the complete package in preseason thus far and has gotten rave reviews, and that's Jahan Dotson uh, from from Penn State, the Washington Commanders receiver. I think that the the Commanders and and Carson Wentz, you know McLaurin, we all know he's great, and I think Jahan Dotson, you know, with question marks around Curtis Samuel's health, um, the retirement of Antonio Gandy Golden, <laughs> Antonio
1: Gibson's fumbles,
2: yeah, 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 I just think that Jahan Dotson could be that sneaky guy that no one's really thinking about because the, you know, the quarterback plays it, but I think Jahan Dotson is super talented. So I think he's safer than the guy that's falling here because I got question marks about Mr. TB. So I'm going to take Jahan Dotson here pretty easily the end of round one at the 112. So let's take a little bit of a pause here because we're going to regroup and then we're going to flip to round two. So before we do that, now, if you've done your rookie drafts and maybe, you know, you drafted some rookies and your team stinks, you're drafting at the early, early part of the draft and, you know, you're not really playing for this year, but you still want to be really involved in, uh, in the NFL season, you can go and play some DFS and you can do that with underdog, the number one up and coming app in the fantasy underdog is awesome. You should download it right now from the Apple store or the, um, or the Google play store. Use code DHH, you can have your deposit of up to $100 matched right away. So put in 100, you get 200. It's as easy as that, it's free money for something that you're probably gonna play anyways. So you want to try to turn that money. Everyone wants to turn money into more money, right? This is a great way to do it. You can do it with rookies and sophomore drafts. There's NFL best balls as well going on right now. They have predictions for in-season. So a little bit of uh, prop betting, which I, Love have a lot of, I have a lot of fun with. You can also play baseball if you're into boring sports. Feel free. You can play <laughs> baseball too. Don't miss out on this deal. So once again, it's code DHH for your deposit. Up $200. I
1: can't believe you just attacked like 30 people right there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah consider that mild oh, uh God. so oh i gotta put my 12 pick in here so do we want to keep the same order or give yep, james a 201 nice.
0: all right well i'm not taking the ticking time bomb uh give me kenny pickett
1: okay i mean you gonna elaborate or are you just
0: <laughs> quarterback second round no um i i think uh he didn't do enough to to turn heads on his on his first preseason game but I That's think he defense. did okay yeah um and I think he will beat out Mason Rudolph as the backup um and if not oh well he's has first round draft capital as yeah. good as Mitch Trubisky is he eventually Kenny Pickett is going to start for that football team we saw some of the weapons the aforementioned kick-ins um, <laughs> You know, we 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 know what Najee Harris is. We know what Pat Fryermuth is. Just imagine those weapons surrounding him. He just needs some time to develop. I think a little bit more. I think he's going to do just fine. And you know what? I'll take a QB two in the second round.
1: Yeah, and what I saw a lot from this preseason game is they treat him a lot like Tua, his rookie year. Ease him into it. Little short dump off passes. Get used to the game and the speed. And then I think they're going to kind of expand the playbook. I think as the preseason yeah. goes, we'll see more from from uh, Kenny Pickett, which I like you said, uh, I was expecting I had the bar a little low and then he actually played very well. Like he had yeah. short completions, the starting like imagine Pickens, Deontay Johnson and Ch- Chase Claypool in there. Like those right. are great weapons. I'm not worried. I think he's going to be good. He's going to be right where Tua is, in my opinion, next year. That's like, fair enough. And like again, look the, at the value yeah. around Tua
0: now. So yep. I, I'm not it's not necessarily a performance based pick. It's more of the sense that the QBs yeah. in the second round of a super flex draft.
1: You want the quarterbacks yeah, and they
2: did lock up Deontay for a couple of years, too. So that helps. Yeah. 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 The
1: The hip does worry me with him. So,
2: I mean, everybody I has think... their
1: question
0: marks, but a second round pick. I'm, I'm OK with and a super flex. It. Yeah, for sure. Tyler, who you got
2: coming up with the 202?
1: Oh man, this is tough. Do I take it or do I not? Don't do um, it. Oh man. I'm I'm going to. I mean, early second round pick. I'll take Traylon Burks. I've seen I've seen reports where he looks good in practice. Brian
2: Tannehill says he's making plays for him.
1: Yes. Uh in my opinion, I don't think it was really asthma, quote unquote. I think it was out of shape.
2: Conditioning, yeah.
1: So for me, it's him getting used to the NFL game. It'll take him some time. He wasn't used great in Arkansas. He he didn't really run routes. They pretty he, much just gave he him didn't a run ball. any routes. He didn't run any routes this past he, weekend either, man. From what I've seen from camp, he he's you know strong on the point. He can definitely bully corners around. Maybe that's what they have him do. They might cut special plays for him. But that early of a pick, they are going to get him out there. I'm not really worried about him not playing the whole year. Um, Westbrook-Akinney, I'm not worried about. Uh, I He'll get in. Yeah, westbrook is a jag. Yeah, for sure. So for me, getting him in the second round, yeah, I, I think I'm all over it. It could be, you know, we've seen it before. We've seen A.J. Brown fall, yep. same team. And who knows? Maybe his value will rise. But I I have my worries. I was thinking about another receiver down in James Part of town. Uh, he's on my list, but Ooh. for me, Traylon Burks holds the most opportunity to rise in value. And in dynasty, that's what I'm looking for.
2: Yep. I agree. I, I you know, at the 203 here, uh, again, the receiver that's down in James's neck of the woods is on my radar, but I like what I saw out of this rookie this weekend. You know, he had a limited sample size at Florida. There is opportunity there in the Houston Texans backfield. James is visibly angry. Uh, I'm going to take Damian Pierce here because the other running backs that are, that are still available. I think Pierce probably has the most upside and the most opportunity in year one. All he's going to do is, is beat out Marlon Mack, which, you know, Marlon Mack's a nice running back, Rex Burkhead, and some of the other dusty, dusty old trinkets. Nobody beats
1: out Rex Rex Burkhead though.
2: That's true. He's, he's got grit and balls as they say. (laughs) Uh, so I'm going to go with Damian Pierce here at the two Oh three. I think it's a pretty easy pick. And again, uh, you know, I see a nice ceiling here and a player that like uh, Traylon Burks could gain value, especially if he he makes a splash in his rookie then season. You
0: ship him out. He he probably gained value just after yeah. this, after that one run uh, that's all over Twitter that everybody yeah, saw. I saw that
2: run. And I was like, that's cool. But yeah, I, I, I just, yeah. You I know mean,
0: this- I, I, and you know what, though? It just brings back to the, the fact of Ramondre Stevenson. Last year, we were at the expo. And we were like, "Whoa! Did you see that run?" And everybody's like, "Yeah, and I was already in run. on Romandre." So, and we were already in on it. and I was already in on Damian Pierce. And now everybody's in on Damian Pierce. See, I'm what? out. His value <laughs> has raised, so Tyler is out. Um, and another player that their value has raised, and yes, he comes from my neck of the 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 woods. Uh, Anywhere's blue, baby. Wandell, Wandale. Yeah, I was gonna say, whoa, Wandale Robinson. Um, he's already slotted in, pun intended, as the slot slot receiver uh, for the New York Giants rookie starter. I I think I think they've got something going on there without Kenny Galladay. They just need to get rid of Galladay. Which oh, he, he didn't look good either. Um, he's but no, I I think he's so bad, dude. Kenny oh Albatross. Uh, we're gonna be cursing Gettleman until he retires. You know, until we get rid of uh, Galladay's contract, rather. Mm. But no, Mm -hmm. Wondell Robinson, I I believe in the talent. I think he has a place there in that offense alongside Kadarius Tony. I don't think they cancel each other out like a lot of people thought. Tony's there. Oh, you know, Wondell can't do it. It, Yes. What we saw from the preseason games, they're going to pass a lot more than what people think. Dabble wants to try new things. They went out and got Robinson for a good reason. They are going to utilize him. And he returns punts. So any kind of special teams use is going to keep him around and active. We all remember Antonio Brown returning punts. That's where it starts. He's a special type of talent. And I think he transfers well into the NFL. And at 204, I'm happy.
2: And I trust Brian Dable. So yeah, for sure. I like that. Tyler, time you
0: I can trust the Giants coach.
2: It's, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, who you got at the 205?
1: Uh, Here it comes. You ready? romeo really. dobbs oh?
2: dubs dubs romeo dobbs now, all right
1: this is before the, the other receiver the it's not train. just the hype how many times have i said what if he's better than christian watson because i don't like christian watson too raw w- way too raw he's 24 rogers, years old he's
2: not gonna rogers ain't gonna trust him
1: nope and all you it's just like the george pickens hype the drum beat. I
2: can't believe they passed on pickens to get so Christian Watson.
1: My my thing is go look at uh, Greg Casell fantasy points. If you had the draft kit, Greg Cassell had him comp to Devontae Adams rookie season. Said he's got some things he needs to work out, but he's very pro ready. He's got great routes, he's a good down the field receiver, good hands. Rogers can trust this four year starter. Like He was a four-year starter. He was the dude at Nevada for Carson Strong. What if Carson Strong was himself because of Romeo Dobbs? Like, Romeo Dobbs could be a very good receiver. It would not shock me if he starts very early. Jordan Love targeted him a ton. You want to know why? Because he was open, and he was able to get open easily. Romeo Dobbs, for me, is the guy, if you got him third, fourth round, you are going to be jumping for joy because you got a starter for Aaron Rodgers, at least for, you know, two to three years. And he can only grow with this offense. And the value went from a third or fourth round rookie pick to you could possibly get a first round now. pick. Yeah, yeah. You could get a first round pick for him in season. I tried to snag him from a couple people before the preseason. <laughs> I know Gabe declined me on a couple. I regret not pushing further for him Yeah, and I'm sitting here kicking myself. So yeah, at 205, I'm more than happy in taking a a chance on a Green Bay receiver that I believe is
2: good. Gotcha. I like it. All right. I'm up at the 206. This one's a pretty easy one for me. Uh, I think he's, you know, I think he's got a, a clear path to some work, maybe as early in his rookie season, especially if, if grandfather Lenny goes down with an injury and it's Rashad White. I thought he looked good in the preseason game, catching passes out of the backfield. A lot of people would say he's the best pass-catching running back in this draft. I like Rashad White a lot. I know he runs upright. There's been guys that have he's run slow. upright that are good in the NFL. I didn't think he looked slow at all. So I think 206, Rashad White could be a guy that you even use this year if Fernette goes down with an injury. I mean, they're, they are they don't have it's Keyshawn Vaughn, Gio Bernard. Hey, he scored a touchdown. so i like i like rashad white here i think that um you know his pass catching alone and then if he can be successful in between the tackles i i I like white here at 206 i like his prospects i mean
1: that one catch he had during the preseason he caught it and it just seemed like he was kind of in his own head per se he he didn't know what to do he was trying to move without thinking of what move he was going to do so he just Mm -hmm. kind of ran to the sideline and got tackled out of bounds. I just, I I didn't really see it. I saw a straight line runner. So, I mean, he's not for me, but he's for a lot of other people.
2: Fair. James, who you got at the two Oh seven, the two Oh seven. I mean,
0: I know I talked about it at the top of the show with Josh Kelly, Seeming to have the hold on that backup role right now in in oh, I almost said it in the L.A. San Chargers Diego. backfield in San Diego
2: <laughs> whale's vagina <laughs> yeah
0: um but no my pick is Isaiah Spiller I still I think like he that. has the tools to fill right in with Austin Echler, right behind Austin Eckler I think all three of these guys are going to be used at some point obviously Eckler being the starter. And they fill it in here or there, but imagine if you could fill it in with someone that is very similar in the fact that he can catch, he can run, he could bl- break through the break through the line. I think I think Spiller could do enough, and at the two hundred seven, I want a piece of that Chargers offense because I'll tell you what, man, they look good.
2: Hey, and my want, boy, my boy,
1: Joe I Reed caught any. a touchdown. Yeah, I right when I saw that, I was like, Hello, <laughs> <gasps> oh, Doug. <laughs> It was like Jumanji, like, oh, what? Year this is my is poor it? man's LaVisca.
2: <laughs> Joe Reed. Here is this. Yeah, he's like homeless LaVisca at this point, because LaVisca's whatever. Yeah. yeah, I saw Joe Reed, and I was like, my guy, Joe Reed. I was pretty excited. All right, Tyler, we're up at the 208. What you got? This one is uh, kind of
1: tough between a couple of running backs and a couple of receivers, but I'm going to go with Alec Pierce out of uh, Indy. I like a that. Lot of A lot of camp talk is he's uh, looking very good. now. It was him or Christian Watson for like the most athletic, possibly raw receiver. But you know who's coming out ahead? A guy who's played in D1, who had tons of rep with Ritter, Ritter's favorite weapon. And he's doing the same thing for Matt Ryan. And from what I've seen in camp is his routes look crisp. He looks good i mean maybe he's just a lunch pail guy hard worker first one in last one out
2: oh boy <laughs> <laughs>
1: but it looks like he's gonna be i got james he's gonna be a a starter on the outside next to Pittman, and then campbell hopefully he stays healthy uh he'll be the slot guy it's the perfect basketball team my opportunity you got the big alpha bitman got the speed guy who can you know go down the field and catch long balls and pierce you got that slot guy and and campbell who can do everything i'm really liking this offense a lot more from what i've seen from that matt ryan video is the colts are also very excited about having matt ryan in the locker room
2: yeah as they should be i'm gonna take the first tight end here uh It's trey, Mc, it's trey mcbride okay. you know zach Ertz did sign a long-term deal to stay there in arizona but he's a little bit older mcbride for to me especially through training camp is far and away the tight end one we've seen yeah. uh, not so great reports about james's guy greg Dolchich. we've seen really bad reports about jelani woods like not knowing what he's doing and he can't um, move he's um, and, just a yeah. tree <laughs> and just and just being a uh a freak athlete but very raw. Jelani Woods, you might be looking at like year three, year four. He's also
1: twenty four, Jelani Woods is so Yeah.
2: So uh so Jelani Woods, like yeah, his he was going in like the third round of tight end premiums. I can't imagine that would be the same now, um, with those reports. So Mo, Mo Alley Cox season is upon us as well as Kyler. of Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> Mo Alley Cox is good, man. uh so I like Trey McBride here. I think he's Far and away the best tight end in tight end premium to get the number one tight end at the towards the end of the second round is a really good value. Uh So Trey McBride, easy pick here. Let's like go it. back to James at the two ten.
1: Last pick, buddy. Last pick,
0: take and it, yeah. I will take a, another running back, and I'm going to take Brian Robinson for the Commanders. <gasps> He's going to be a problem. <laughs> He's going to be a problem Antonio Gibson for Antonio Gibson. Uh, Because Antonio Gibson makes some mistakes because, you know, he he wasn't always a running back. He was a wide receiver. Uh, No. (laughs) Anyway, uh, he's going to stop. He's got to stop dropping the ball. Antonio Gibson Um, excuses will get him into the doghouse really fast. And you know what? Brian Robinson isn't that bad. I'm not going to say he's great. He's not an all American, but he's he's good. He's good enough to fill that void. And worst case scenario, they split the backfield up between him and Antonio Gibson or J.D. McKissick. And guess what? Brian Robinson, he can catch passes as well. So I think that limits Antonio Gibson a little bit more and gives Brian Robinson a little bit more of a chance to play. I don't think he makes a big step in his first in his rookie season, but that's yet to be seen because if Gibson... Can't get his shit together. Excuse my language. He might be out the door sooner than we think.
2: I agree with that. All right,
1: I'm going to go with the other running back that's left, and that's Zamir White. He's getting ton ton of playing time with Vegas. Uh, Josh Jacobs. The rumors of him possibly being dealt, and them kind of squashing those rumors. It didn't I didn't play him think, at all
2: today, which was a good sign.
1: I actually think he could be on his way out if yeah. the right offer is, you know, in in their. Office. I mean, I was they labeled
0: Amir Abdullah
1: um uh, the James the third, White of the offense. Yep. yep. Which yep. I mean, hey, if you which rostered, I said
0: something about Amir Abdullah the last time I was here, guys, and Tyler rostered, shot me down.
1: If you've rostered Amir Abdullah after drafting at 106-105, <laughs> congratulations, you could have a flex starting running Possibly back. You. But Possibly no, Zeme- you. No, Samir White, everything I've seen from this uh this preseason I've liked. He looks electric with the ball in his hands. He's, you know, he's decisive, he knows where he wants to go. Josh Jacobs I think is more talented, yes, but I just think he's out of favor with this coaching staff. Why not give it to the guy you drafted who is going to be 23 already, Samir White. He'll be 23 in September. Just use him and then let him go. Josh Josh Jacobs Jacobs
0: is not a pass-catching running back.
1: He can be. He can be,
0: but he was never used that way. He wasn't used that way in Alabama. He wasn't used that way really in in Vegas before they were in Vegas.
1: And now... He got like 50 balls last year, I thought. uh, (laughs) Out of necessity, (laughs) because they didn't have anybody else. Kenny Drake was hurt. Drake Drake was hurt. Drake was hurt. But uh, I, I think their options are better if they were to ship Jacobs out for a fourth rounder. Ship him out, get a fourth, and give the ball to Zamir White. You've got a steal in the draft in the fourth round. Use the dude. I think he helps out their offense more because it's more of a power runner, and it allows the play action to be better. And I think De- uh, Derek Carr is a better play action passer than he is just shotgun. Let it rip. So for me, Zamir White, I think is better for this offense. And yeah, honestly, I hope Jacobs gets moved to Atlanta. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm going to wrap up the draft here in round two. This player is, um, you know, there was a bit, a bit of hype on this player, but he's Sam been, inji- nope. <laughs> he's been injured. He's been injured. He's been injured in training camp. And uh, I think there's a lot of opportunity for him because the-, the wide receiver depth chart in Cleveland isn't that deep. It's Amari Cooper. Ooh. It's DPJ. This was one of my guys and I ended up not getting him in any draft. Oh. It's David Bell. I love David Bell. I think oh. he could be a 10 year pro easy. I think that he could replace the production of Jarvis Landry with a little bit of extra. Um, you know, I know he tested slow, but I think he's just a damn good and he's gonna be a damn good NFL football player and at the end of the second round, I will take David Bell all day long i was hoping he was going to be there in most drafts but he ended up going closest to the middle of the second round so i wasn't able to get him so i think his uh, a little bit of recency bias where he's been hurt his name hasn't been on twitter lately so i think david bell slipping a little bit here and i'm happy to get him at the 212 guys any other uh, news and notes here before we start to head on out no i
0: just i'll just recap it and it was uh starting from the top it was myself at the one one Ken Walker followed by Tyler of Brees Hall Doug with Drake London back to myself with Ritter Cook Wilson Skymore George Pickens Olave Jameson Williams Malik Willis Doug wrapped up the first round with Jahan Dotson yeah and then we went Kenny Pickett because why not a quarterback yeah. in the second round Traylon Burks Tyler good luck uh, <laughs> i mean this is this damian is fictional pierce, no this is fictional great you don't pick, put that <laughs> great pick damian pierce wandale james hey. great pick oh um, no i think we all stole in the second round and, and probably we can all agree on that like there's not really bad picks in the second round because you know what most of these guys have showed promise yeah and to get them in the second round we don't know their ceiling yet this uh, It's it's a nice it's a nice class. The 2022 class was really nice um, fantasy class. So I'm looking
1: forward to the rest. The the last thing I'll say is uh, Shane, a friend of ours, Shane on Twitter said, if you can get a 23 first for George Pickens, do so. I would actually not do that. Don't do that. I like this receiving class a lot better than next year. Personally, there's one receiver, maybe two. I like next year. For me, this receiving class is going to be a good one. Now, if you can get a 23 first that you think is early and you need a quarterback in a super flex league, sure, sure. I, I might do that. But if you are comfortable with hanging on to George Pickens, don't sell him because right now you could probably get a first, a second, and a player. Like I think I got he, him at like the 206 or the 204. Yep. Like,
0: come on, man. Yeah, like that's don't, don't do it
1: now. Don't do it now. His value will go up. Let the value rise. Don't don't kind of panic. like sell. So, yeah, I just made pizza today and I had to let that let the dough
0: rise and rising star. Romeo dubs was selected at the 205, followed by Rashad White, Spiller, Pierce, Trey McBride, the only tight end off the board. Brian Robinson, Zamia White and Doug's man, David Bell. Was yeah, a great draft, guys.
2: That was solid, solid draft. It's it's you know, it's interesting how some of the values change in uh in a couple of months. And that's why we wanted to do it to kind of give you guys like a, a quick update. If you've got any, you know, late rookie drafts or you just wanted to wax poetic about like, oh, I shouldn't have picked this guy, you know. That's why we do it because it's a lot of fun. So before we get out of here, I I mentioned the nerds earlier. If you're a nerd and you're listening to this, you want to go to dynastynerds.com, sign up for the nerd herd, support Rich and the crew over there. Use code DHH for 15% off of any subscription. You'll get everything from trade tools, an extra nerd herd episode, prospect film room, prospect scores, and the dynasty. GM and if you're looking for some new swag I know you guys that got back from the fantasy expo probably came back with some free shirts or maybe you got the itch to add more to the collection you can go on Verdian and Global and check out DHH swag over there so once again I did want to give a shout out to our sponsors Underdog code DHH they're going to match up to $100 we got Manscaped save you 20% with code DHH just you'll have the cleanest balls in the block boys that's what it's all about
1: Rex, Rex Burkhead
2: balls Yes, he's just beautifully shorn like a sheep on a farm. And I want to give a shout out to Fantasy Points, code DHH22. Get that 10% off a of Fantasy Points subscription today. That is going to do it for the Dynasty Happy Hour. We'll be back next week, bringing you the jam and the heat.
0: Goodbye.